It's Thursday and you know what that means. This is Max Wrestling episode 330. This is your captain speaking and this is the week of the Great American Bash and Road Rager. Plus, Chris Maldonado versus the Demoness in the King of the Mike tournament. And joining me to discuss all of this and more are the podcast machine Mike Larkin and the Max Wrestling Knowledge Champion and Promo Champion, El Jefe Moses Marquez. It's good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Drink good works. afternoon, and if I don't see you later, good night. Thank you, Truman Show. Thank you, Truman so, Show. So, uh, I gotta just start off by saying this to get it out of the way. Drake fucking words. I swear, we need a new segment on the show. Instead of shit Mark said, we gotta do shit Drake said. Let's do it. Oh, uh, I gotta be honest, I, I don't have any shit Mark said anyway. Just go on and on is ridiculous. <laughs> uh, so, out I of all... I wouldn't, I wouldn't fucking tell him what time it was. Yeah. He'd probably argue uh, with you anyway. He would. That fucking douche. Uh, here's here's the thing. I said this to Robert Davis last night because the one thing that WWE did that's very good is September they're going back to Madison Square Garden and the mandate is everybody must be vaccinated to be in the garden. I said that's the one good thing. I said what they should do is have a picture of Drake Words on there and said everybody in but him. <laughs> wow. So like here's, yes, here's what happened. So out of all the days to do this on Facebook, he picks July 4th because, of course. So he writes, I'm glad that Trump addressed the patriot veterans that are being held as political prisoners simply for being in D.C. on January 6th. Meanwhile, Marxist rioters that destroyed businesses and burned cities are having charges dropped and records expunged. Also, who shot Ashley Babbitt? So what he's saying is he's upset that white supremacist terrorist, terrorist Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed while breaking into the Capitol. So she shouldn't have been breaking the law. So once she went through that window, it was fair game. And well, once any of those sons of beaches went past that fucking that little gated area. Yes. You're not supposed you're not allowed to be on those steps out there, Correct. period. Like, I understand if like they all hung out in the front, whatever, then there's your fucking argument. No, you guys fucking beat up cops and security guards, waltzed your way in there and were like, well, we didn't destroy it, there. bro. That's like fucking going into the post office. That's like going into a bank and waving a gun and saying, "I'm not trying to rob the place." <laughs> I didn't take any money. I didn't. I. I just. I just. I didn't take the money, but I didn't say no to the money, and I wasn't shooting you. I was showing you how my gun shoots. There's a big difference. There's a big difference. You know what that's like? I got to make the pop culture reference early. That's like Deputy Booker when they're going into the bank. Oh, this isn't mine. This gun's not mine. This is the money's not mine. <laughs> they're trying to figure out who, who they saved the bank. Yeah. So the famous Jet Jacks reference. But no, he's just so, you know, like, what about this? And he's riding and rallying on this on July 4th out of all the days, Independence Day. You're glad that Trump, you know, said this, but, you know, we're worrying about this. And I'm like, dude, like, out of all the days and just in general, he just doesn't shut up. And it's just uh, – it infuriated me because it's like, holy shit, man. It's fair game once you cross that, those lines, man. Like, that's there's a reason why she got killed, man. Because Fuck. the dude was doing his job. Hello, Drake. Like, Deathmatch brain. <sighs> Fucking Drake words. Yeah, Mike, can I, can I channel my cousin Vinny? Yes. Did you get shot at your home or at the Capitol? At the Capitol. Shit. <laughs> I like that a lot. 
It fits oh, so beautifully. It does. Oh my god. <clears throat> Alright, well um before we get into this week's wrestling, uh we received this message last night from our brother, Travis Walker Anderson. Uh due to unforeseen for uh circumstances, I must bid you adieu. This is me giving up my seat at Max Wrestling Table. I will still compete and maybe pop up now and then for specials. Uh, I can just no longer do weekly shows. And thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of something that I hold dear to my heart. I love you guys. You will always have my continued support. And I will always continue to support the brand like I always have done. You are always welcome any day, any week. And we will see Travis again in the King of the Mic as it continues. Obviously... It was a little short notice, but Trav, I promise you I'll have a little video for you next week. There you go. Yeah. All I right. love you, Trav. Now then, before we begin, it's still real to us, damn it, so click that big red subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or any podcast service and follow us on SoundCloud. Now, I have obviously only got notes for NXT and AEW because, of course, I no longer watch Raw. And I can't really be bothered with SmackDown either, but obviously I know Edge is back. So, Mike, is there anything noteworthy from the uh, PG universe this week? Well, Nikki Cross is now Nikki Ash. Yep. So we have. Oh, they lost the tag team match, didn't they? The uh, eight woman tag. Yes, and Eva Marie declared herself the victor. Uh, Dewdrop and Nia Jax were on the same team. Man, it, it was you know it was it was raw. You know what I'm saying? It was raw. It was uh, Riddle was in there doing his thing he beat aj styles with the help of the viking raiders uh we saw a lot of things from drew mcintyre saying dumb shit about you know davy crockett and all this crap with the sword and the loch ness monster oh my god stop giving I us saw that. They, they said the sword is made from the tooth of a loch ness monster yep he said that he's got to stop it's ridiculous jinder mahal took his sword uh, it, i mean the whole thing was just... The, I, Why did Jinder come strolling in like he wants to be fucking Taker? Because he wants to win the, He wants to be in the money in the bank so bad, and he just, you know, it is what it is. I don't know if we're setting up something where Drew gets taken out by Jinder. I don't know what we're doing, but I don't care. And it just... Ugh, it, it infuriates me, and they're still doing the stuff with Alexa, hypnotizing Reginald and snap out of it, and they're going to be in the money in the bank and the whole nine. And personally, a lot of stuff that was on Raw was very forgettable as it usually is each and every week and yeah i mean we saw bobby lashley and mvp against kofi kingston and xavier woods and kofi and them won and they're setting up kofi and bobby which they're still continuing and you know it just it, it was raw that that's all i can say is it was raw that was really the only thing that i can say just mm. <sighs> whatever oh and uh jackson Riker beat elias by himself oh that motherfucker's still getting pushed so our truth was no, his tag. I don't give a shit about the push anymore. Can he wrestle anybody the fuck else? Anybody no. the fuck else? Because he told Elias that we're not done yet. We're not done yet. Even though we beat him in the strap. Bitch. Ugh, I hate bitch. it. That's why. Mm -hmm. It's just the whole thing. Just I don't even want to talk about Raw. Yeah, I'm not even yawning like I did the other week. I'm just like <laughs> don't talk about. I would have. I, I guarantee you, I'd be asleep twenty minutes into these shows. Yeah, I'll be honest. I fall, Mo, 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 you know me, man, and we we talk. Like I've fallen asleep through Raw, and I can admit it. My dad knows that I fall asleep through Raw because he watches me fall asleep through Raw because he knows how bad it is. I've no, seen I'm it. Not, yeah. yeah, we all sure fall asleep through Raw. Utterly atrocious. 
It is. But I watch it just because you don't have to. And also because I think what's great about what we do, and I'll reiterate this point, if you don't want to watch Raw, you can listen to the Max Wrestling Podcast or whatever form so we can tell you how good or how bad it is. And most likely at the time, <laughs> it's going to fucking suck. Or, uh, or or you can follow Buddy Murphy's advice and uh, dissolve a WrestleVote video or something. And they talk about it in five minutes. That's how I catch up because I can't watch it. Exactly. Buddy Murphy has got it down pat. So that was also my terrible Australian accent. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> SmackDown is tolerable. I mean, they're they're setting up a lot with a uh, Roman and uh, Roman and Edge, which I'm enjoying. But God dang, man, Jimmy Uso, you're in the middle of a push and you get fucking arrested again for DUI. Oh, Jimmy, you're killing Jimmy, us, man. You're killing us, man. You're killing me, Smalls. Like, you're killing me, Jimmy. Like I said in the group, um alcoholism is one thing but when you're constantly getting behind the wheel it's something else what is this now third time he's got a dui or yes, is it fifth needs- I was gonna say, it's more than three i think it's his fifth either way he needs help yeah because I, like, I know he had three alone that were hugely publicized okay so i think this is number five yeah, all it, it's like, but fuck, come on, brother, get some help. Fuck, how much is an Uber, pal? Deadass, how much is an Uber? <laughs> Go on an Instagram live stream, motherfuckers will donate enough for your goddamn Uber. I swear to God, they will. Why do the you only, do this to yourself? I don't know, but the only thing really I could say SmackDown worthy, not to cut you off there, Mo, was just Pat McAfee sitting on Michael Cole is hilarious. That was yes. great. I saw the, well, I saw that because I watched pretty much I don't know, Pat does his own, like, highlights uh, from the, the Friday night. I think he does a whole show. I forgot what it's called, like, the Friday night guy or whatever. But I was like, he's sitting on Cole, jamming out with the boogs. I'm like, I I, I want to watch SmackDown, and it's pretty much just going to be for Pat. That's just going to be for Pat. That's really the only reason, Mo, because I was working on Fridays, as I normally do, before I get to Saturday, which is my last day of the week of work. So I said to my dad when I came out after uh, after work, I said, was, was SmackDown any good? And he goes, it's kind of boring. And I'm like, well, that's not a shock. <laughs> I mean, he's honest. <laughs> he's honest. He said it was kind of boring. And I'm like, all right, yeah. So, But all I could hear outside my door as I was working, because I work from home, was him laughing and cracking up at Pat McAfee. Which, here's the thing. People complained about that. And I'm like, it's Pat McAfee being Pat McAfee, all right? It's funny because he's getting down with Shinsuke and boobs, and it's great, his reactions. Like, he makes it interesting on commentary. He makes Michael Cole laugh and just actually want to, you know, get up there, be more vibrant. I mean, Pat McAfee is the best thing to happen on that commentary team. Jimmy Smith I could tolerate on Raw because Adnan Burke had no fucking clue what he was doing. At least Jimmy Smith knows a little something-something, and he doesn't fucking embarrass himself. I... Watched one episode of Raw with Jimmy Smith because that I think that was his first night, and then I stopped watching Raw the week after. But he was good. I'll give him that. Yes, and just Raw is just it's it's the retread, man. It's the retread for me. Like what they were doing, like I said, they're pushing. Jackson Riker beat him by himself because our truth was doing the twenty four seven thing, and I'm watching that. And I'm like, okay, Cedric's teaming with Elias. Why isn't Jeff Hardy on that same team? We can have a TNA Immortal reunion. It's Jeff Hardy teaming with Gunner. You know what I'm saying? It's taking it back to the Immortal. But yeah, no, it just, and the, the fact that they're just pushing him over and over and over. No, oh, and Monsoor moved on again. Mustafa Ali over and over again because it's all in my head. And, and, and they're doing this. Yeah. And we got another rematch again at Money in the Bank, right? Bailey and Bianca. 
I'm. It's an I quit match, and it's gonna be good. But I'm like, she beat her twice already. We can. Why, we can move on. Why is a Hell in a Cell match in the middle of the fucking feud? Okay, well, I can re retort that and say, why did they do blood and guts first and then the stadium stampede? Good question. Same. Because... Well, and then he, you want to know my rebuttal for that one as, as the self the live crowd. W mark? Go ahead, Mo. Uh, there are two factions. How else are you going to have two factions go at each other? You, um, you needed that I, huge crowd pop for the second match, though. Which they got in Stadium Stampede when they made it to the mm -hmm. ring. Understood. Well, the only other thing that I will say, so I got to say, because Mansoor and Mustafa Ali are starting that great rivalry that I don't care about. <laughs> so Mustafa Ali's trying to teach Mansoor, you know, to be dirty. You know, you got to think not with your heart. You got to think with your mind and be smarter, Mansoor. And it's going to it's leading going to probably lead to something where Mansoor finally beats him or he turns heel and him and Mustafa or Mustafa, excuse me, are a tag team. And they're going to do something. But ever since Mansoor has come to the main roster, it's just what have you. And yes, I know we will talk about Britt Baker's infamous line from last night on Dynamite. Oh. Good Lord, speak the truth. Oh, okay, okay. Let's 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 do Great American Bash first. So, <clears throat> first things first about the bash. <clears throat> uh, it was in Orlando, right? Yes. So why the fuck was it themed on New York? Mm. They had a Statue of Liberty on the damn stage. Because America, 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 America. 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 Fuck yeah! All right. Thank you, America. <laughs> See? See, we made it. See, it's not too America. I mean, America. technically it came from France, but okay. First That's and foremost, <laughs> I don't do technicalities. We don't do yeah, technicalities. Yeah, I'm about to say here in America, we don't, yeah, the only <clears throat> technicality is, is technically that's not a that's not a cow, that's a steer. That's about the only technicalities you'll get around here. We could go back to that Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo thing where we don't hate the British anymore, and then you'll tell me too soon again, Dad. Hmm. You know? <laughs> eh. eh. um, opening tag match was great. MSK, uh, Thatcher, and Champa. Yeah, it was. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure if they're going for a title change, but I would love to see the titles on Thatcher and Champa. I'm just not sure if it's going that way. I, I actually, I have a bad feeling that they might be going to the main too. Eh. I feel like almost anybody that lost tonight might be heading to the main. Well, maybe not. Uh, Indy and. Um, and Candice, because, you know. Oh, Index is back. back. What would you call it? Index. Windex? Yeah, yeah. Index. Oh, Index. Oh, I was like, who the fuck is Windex? No, Index. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I seen that, and I was like, oh, this is so nice. Because, like, once I seen Tegan, I was like, all right, I'm going to fast forward the rest of this shit. Yeah, and this time she wasn't unconscious. But, yeah, it was also great to see Tegan Knox um, return and cast um, the women's tag team She's titles. She's 100% charged up. Yeah, fuck her we battery takes it. forever. <laughs> we gotta say it though, and I don't mean to cut you gentlemen off, my brothers, but goddamn it, man, I will say this. Here's a little advisory. Tegan, be careful. Don't hurt it again. All right. No. Like, do you me the favor, and when you do your shiniest wizard, don't do it with your hurt knee. Hello. Yes, we don't want to see you back on the shelf, Tegan. Um... I like Tegan, and that's the problem. She keeps getting hurt at like the most. Bad times when she's getting put, she keeps getting hurt. How do, you, how do you think I feel? She's like the most famous Welsh wrestler right now. First and she's foremost, like the only thing we've got. 
Okay. Is, is this how it's going to be, man? Is yeah, this what you're going to do? It's, Daz, it's either Tegan is... or Mark Andrews. Daz, this is the female okay, version of the, of the UK with SummerSlam 92. The, you know, yes. we cherish it because this is what you're turning Tegan Knox into. Yeah. Tegan Knox is a symbol of Wales. Yes. It's a great symbol, by the way. Yes, there's a random there's a random American like a big whale. What kind of whale? Like a beluga whale. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. I couldn't help myself. I was like, I know there's somebody that's gonna do it. Somebody's a, a killer whale. I can't. I, it is too early. <clears throat> just just reminded me of Michael Cole talking about uh, was it Pac when he was still in WWE? Like he's from Newcastle. That's like a thirty minute drive from London. No, it's like three hours. <laughs> what an idiot! Oh, uh, Michael Cole. Oh yeah, thirty minutes. My yeah, thirty minutes times six, bud. <laughs> um. Also, we're getting Gargano Cross next week for the title with Joe as referee. That line was uh, talking about it, the pants and everything. <laughs> that was great. Oh, like, are yeah. are you really? I mean, I enjoyed the whole the the segment, but I'm like, are you really? Gonna give this fucking like super dorky dweeb jokester dweebo the fucking belt. Like I, I, something about this just rubs me the wrong way. I I, like, I, I love get the Johnny, feeling. but I I hate that like every takeover it's Johnny wrestling, but every time I turn on NXT he's the fucking he's the goofy dude. He's the guy that he he is he is literally. The guy that would actually have a picture of fucking Doc Hendricks on his wall. He's certainly not the same Johnny Gargano he was that did win the NXT title. Yeah. Um, but I get the feeling a lot of people are kind of turning on Cross already, and they don't really know how to combat that because they're putting him in these big matches against literally everybody. Mm-hmm. That's true. But then people, it's like, eh, Cross is just going to squash him. Well, what do you want him to do? He's a big, fucking, powerful, heavyweight champion. Hey, if they put him against Samoa Joe, I definitely want to see Samoa Joe choke him out, man. That would be that would, That's an image for you. I love how Joe just casually steps in front of people like a badass. Well, that's what he is. That's what the fuck he is. He's being the Samoan submission machine. He's Joe's a super badass. Absolutely. Joe is cool as fuck. Bro, I see that guy walking. I'm getting out of the way. Or, or, mm-hmm. he'll pu- push you I'm out of the way. I'm not even asking for a picture. I'm like, holy shit, it's Mojo after you, sir. Okay. So, I mean, how can you not when the man was in Ring of Honor and he used to come out to Mama Said Knock You Out? Come on. Yeah. Mixed with Godzilla's roar. Yes. Yes, exactly. Love it. That's just like two reasons to run away right there. By the way, what's with the tag division? Because you guys mentioned Index, man, and everything that's encompassed there. Man, Candice and Indy win it after beating friggin' Dakota and Raquel on the same friggin' night. You know, the whole crapola that happened there. Yeah. And now we have new tag teams of Io Shirai and Zoe Stark, who I like they... Zoe Stark. Future Stars Wrestling, the whole night. I like them both, but it's a makeshift tag team, and mm-hmm. they've only teamed together maybe once or twice, and already they're tag team champions. Yeah. Yep. This is kind of like how Raw and SmackDown do things, where they just throw people together instead of having actual tag teams you mean like was, the dirty dogs like, like the well the dirty, dirty dogs dog. were tag team champions but i mean you've got like women's tag teams that didn't really get a shot true that true and all true broken that. up and fired like the riot squad 
Oh, don't get me started. <laughs> well, you know, I got to mention it because there did, what did, there was something that came out of SmackDown. Liv Morgan and Selena Vega. Liv Morgan beat Selena Vega in her return, which a lot of people are like, oh, like, first and foremost, they're building to the story where Liv Morgan's going to finally get the money in the bank. You know what I'm saying? But with Selena Vega, I mean, the story going around is it's the similar thing with Halster when we get to Tommy End on AEW. It's like, okay. They, they regret having to fire her because they know that they fucked up and there was a lot of people that wanted her to stay. And, you know, they pretty much fizzled out the situation, both apologized on both ends, and they came to an agreement where it's like, hey, come on back. So but so they kept in contact with her, and it, this was a situation where they were able to get her back on the deal. And I'm sure she missed a lot of the friends that she made along the way, so they got Zelina. Well, on the other end, Tommy's just like, I'm going to go over here 30 days, bye. Oh, nice fuck up, bud. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, they were again, like I was saying before we got out there. Like I think they were trying to get him to stay, but then again, they forgot to update it. And then while they're trying to do whatever they need to do to get him to stay, because they know they have a commodity like they do with Selena Vega, he gets fired, and he's just like, okay, I'm gonna go over here now. Yep, now's my time. Now's my time. <laughs> uh, also. Uh, Main event, so Cool Kyle and Adam Cole, are they one-on-one now? Yes. Okay, so I'm guessing we're going to get a third match too. Yeah, we need the rubber. We need the rubber match. We're getting getting the rubber probably uh, SummerSlam weekend. Which is weird because they started unsanctioned. Yeah. Things are going backwards. We got unsanctioned matches first. We got Hell in a Cell matches in the middle of the feud. We're just going to end up with straight wrestling rules for... The blow-offs. Mm-hmm. That's how we roll. Straight, <laughs> not right down the middle. We don't even need no weapons. Just right down the middle. Let's have a fine joust, shall we? We have a duel, if you will. Let's fight like men. No, I, got a, I, I got a funny feeling the next... If They're probably going to have a third one, and it'll be like an Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where Cole loses. Loser leaves town. Probably goes to the main. So, uh, I don't know. I don't... Eh... I fucking I I really wanted to like the match. Uh, I was like I got some PWG vibes, you know what I mean? Like, but it just it's so NXT slash anything main roster slow down kind of I don't know. It just the last ten minutes were the best part of it, and then even then I was kind of like meh. I think I gave it like a three and a half. Hmm. Yeah, I I kind of paid attention to it, but in the end, it was just just like okay, so it's going back and forth, back and forth. Oh, Adam won. Yeah, I mean there was really nothing to it. Like the uh, the fucking tag match was way more fun than this one. Yeah, that's the thing. There's just it seems like there's complacent booking in NXT. Like they're just going through the motions. I will say Again, this about very main roster. Mm-hmm. I will say this. NXT, because I gotta get it in. Goddamn, man. I love me some rap. I love me some hip-hop. Hit row. No. Uh, okay. <clears throat> I, I can appreciate the talent, but uh, by the time it got to them singing their theme song, I was just like, okay, I've had enough now. Here's the thing. The girl's a beautiful young lady, and then you got Suge Knight's son, who was on um, uh, Hidden Treasures there, whatever they're doing there with A&E. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's what he looks like. He looks like he could be <laughs> Suge Knight's kid. So, <laughs> um, he said that, and I legit went to like 
swallow my spit and it just killed me. It's fucking okay. Suge Knight Jr., you got it. God so bless he, America. So he looks like, so he comes out, he's rapping, he's doing his part. We got Ashanti yeah, the Adonis. He's a Brother, beast. Go, go back to go back to beating guards and centers or something. Don't rap. You were that that was bad. He's a great talent. He's a fucking beast. Like you mentioned, he's a fucking beast. Then you got Ashanti the Adonis being the hype man. And like what I said, every shit is his hair. I don't know. I don't know. He Jesus. used to he used to be Tahuti Miles, and that made me laugh because his name was Tahuti. It rhymes with Hootie. I only want to be with you. So it's one of those things where you got him being the hype man. <laughs> and then you got the girl who's a cutie who we mistaked for Lacey Lane, which was, which was hilarious to Caden Carter, but it wasn't Caden Carter. I mean, at least so, her rap wasn't too bad. I know. Wow. She, well, first and foremost, she reminded me. You know what it is? I'm going to say this right now. It's not even Suge Knight. They're a bootleg version of the Junior Mafia. She's playing the role of Little Kim. Um, friggin' swerve is little C's, and then the other two guys. So yeah, bootleg version of Junior Mafia. As terribly and awesome at the same time. <laughs> well, <laughs> facts are facts. So you're not wrong. I'm really trying to think of another one. I'm like, no, that that's probably like the perfect fit. She was the best out of all of them. So yeah, let's go. Yeah, and she can dance and she's good too. But it's just like. I don't need to hear about Hit Row. And what, what I'm happy about that's a plus is that Swerve finally got a title because after numerous attempts at the curse weight title and losing, they finally gave him a title because he rightfully deserves it. He's been working his booty off. Matt, Swerve's speed rapping was also very impressive. I don't know what the fuck he said, but it was impressive. <laughs> that's I, I legit went to JR Royal Rumble 2003 where he's talking about Cena. One and a half minutes of what the hell did he say? Yep. I, I mean, we could understand Cena though, but yeah. <laughs> that is true. That's what he said. One minute. Of, what the hell did he say? <laughs> uh, that was when he. I think that was after B, uh, B squared pulled Buchanan to the curb. Remember who he was with very briefly after B squared? Uh, uh, no, I just remember going from B squared to being alone. Who was he with? He was with Red Dog, who would later go on to be Rodney Mack, Duggan and Buggin when they released D'Lo Brown. Ah, he backed the Mac player. He backed the Mac player. Yeah, he was Red Dog very briefly because that was Rodney Mac's name in OVW. He was the Red Dog. R E double D D O double G Red Dog. Woof. <laughs> All right, you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I was just watching and thinking, you know what? We got our own cipher. There you yeah, go. We did. Yes. Exactly. We don't need this cipher. Yeah, and Corey even hated it too. He's like, Hit did he Row really? Was no. <laughs> he hated it. Uh, Corey and I were talking about that. He's like, Hit Row was no. He said they cannot rap worth a damn. He only said it in our group chat, man. Our little promo order group chat. He's like, they can't rap. <laughs> they can't rap at all. It's terrible. He well, critiqued it, and I laughed my butt off. Well, all right then. We need a cipher between the cipher, Teddy P, and Chris Maldonado. Yes. There we go. There you go. I'm, we're leaving at Brian Hebner to do the beatboxing. Oh, friggin'. When I say Cena, you say sucks. Cena sucks. Cena <laughs> sucks. Spanky McGrail scraping his dog. A rat chat chat. Love it to death. No. <laughs> Speaking of Chris Maldonado, it is time now for a match to in this year's King of the Mike tournament. Last week, Travis had to find a replacement opponent and whoop that boy in a madhouse match before shooting from the hip. This week, there will be a vote, 
And it's Chris Maldonado taking on former promo champion, the Demoness. The NIC rocking the MIC, and she's a crazy-ass bitch, as she said, when she's beatboxing. Got to give her some love. Demoness, come to caress. Take your soul. Put it in a hole. She's the Demoness. Whoop, whoop. you've done but I'm a different breed my heart doesn't pump fear and I don't feel no danger you know I want to go on this on this little rant this little talk about my childhood and the demons and, and the things I've seen and the things I hear and the things I still hear in the hell I've been through. Um, I want to go in on how they call me God's low mistake and the devil's reject. However, I'm not. I just want to simply state that there's no fear here. is fucking beautiful, bruh. I like motors. Oh, my son is us. 
<laughs> Chris Maldonado. My sweet monster. <laughs> you interrupted our promo. Ah, ah, ah. That was bad of you. Even if you was sticking up for the demoness, you should not have got involved with our little plans. But it's okay. Because <laughs> finally, me and you are facing each other. <laughs> and I know that you're afraid. Because Amir wasn't. And I ripped his tongue out. So guess what I'm going to do to you when I get the chance. Be careful, Chris. When the lights go out, that's when the fun truly begins. <laughs> Surprise, mortals. I am out and about. <laughs> but where am I? Chris, you should be worried. You interfered with our business, so I have to punish you. Severely punish you. <laughs> Tell me, what's a mortal like without any fingers? Because we know what a mortal's like with no tongue. But what are you going to be like? When I decide to break every single one of them. Maybe your toes too. Just to teach you a lesson that you do not interfere with a demon that's his business. But will that teach you a lesson? We've already taken the kingpin's tongue. So we think toes and fingers for you. Because there's no point removing your tongue. Because that would be a repeat now, wouldn't it? The fingers. <laughs> you won't have any anymore. Well, my sweets. As I've explained, Chris is going to lose. One, two, three, four, five. Fingers. <laughs> Maybe we could use this. See how painful that was. <laughs> Chris, if you have been warned, do not play with demons. Not this one. This one always ends badly for each and every one of you. And Chris is my first. I'm coming after each and every one of you. And you want to know why? I will be queen of the mic, queen of the demons, and queen of everything. <laughs> Not that I need to be a royal. I already was <laughs> in the demon world. Mortals for the rest of you. I am coming. And I am fire. And I am bringing every eerie creepy detail I can. Don't underestimate the demoness because the last time you did that <laughs> I ripped a tongue out. So don't think for one second there's nothing I cannot do.
I will be queen. And all you little ants will start to scarper. <laughs> and King Mo. <laughs> we have unfinished business. I'll see you all soon. Embrace the madness. Embrace the darkness. Everybody dies. <laughs> see you in hell, mortals. It's the ultimate finesse, your girl's favorite wrestler, and you are watching Max Wrestling. Podcast now. We're going to take it to the max. Hey, this is Tommy Dreamer. Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. This is the voice of Killer Cross. Hey, everybody, it's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here, and you are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is AJ Kirsch, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. This is the CEO of Shane Taylor Promotions and Ring of Honor superstar Shane Taylor, and you are listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen, and you're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse. Welcome to the Madhouse. Giving you all your wrestling information to the extreme. And right about now, we're about to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. It's time to take it to the max. And we're about to take it to the max. Welcome back. You can go to maxwrestling.net slash vote right now to decide the winner between Chris and the Demoness. And don't forget the winner will face Travis in the semi-finals. Next week we have another Chris. Uh, current Mr. Iron Bank and former Promo Bowl winner Chris Durham is going one-on-one with one half. One third of one Brian third. Squared. I don't know. It's two, two, it's two Thursdays to math. Ryan Sutcliffe makes his tournament debut, and congratulations, Ryan, also on your filmmaking degree. I'm sure that'll come in handy next week. Hell yeah, congrats, <clears throat> Ryan. But wait, there's more. Our next Max Racing special event, Promo Slam 2021, the real party of the summer, is coming on August 19th, and if it's anything like last year, it may just steal the year. Promo champion Moses Marquez will defend his gold against the king of the mic, whoever that may be. It could even be the queen of the mic this year. Mm-hmm. The World Championship will also be on the line, but we don't even know who the champion will be because the Phoenix will be defending against Mike in a trivia bout in two weeks on July 22nd. But... Oh, a day before my birthday. Yeah, it's also the same day as Phoenix's King of the Mike bout. So, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, what we First do know... Foremost, sometimes you gotta double book, you son of a bitch. I apologize. I mean, he triple him, booked yeah, himself double-book. last time. Yeah. Uh, we do know yeah. Moses will be defending the Knowledge Championship. The question is against who... On August 17th, we present the first ever Ring of Games on the pre-launch show, which will feature four potential challengers competing in a series of new trivia challenges to earn that spot at Promo Slam. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash promoslam2021. There was going to be another match at Promo Slam, but alas, the Demoness refused the Jester's wish of bringing back the Kingpin, so I guess we'll uh, just have to focus on King of the Mic for now. Now then, um, we've already briefly mentioned it, but let me get this out of the way before we get into the rest of Dynamite. Tommy fucking end. They call him Malachi. Mal- Malachi Blacks. Uh, I mean, he dropped his uh, his teaser vignette like a few hours before. Um, yeah, it was weird. 
It, it was very well done. I mean, the the doctors weren't great actors, but <laughs> everything else was pretty good. Um, I enjoyed it. I'll be honest, I, I didn't watch the whole thing because I just saw it briefly on my break. Was it really five minutes long? Yes. That's not a vignette. That's like a mini movie. <laughs> okay. Get a trailer uh, so, for himself. As someone who does mini movies in his own right, when he competes <laughs> in promo <laughs> right? I, I can say yes. <laughs> sort of a mini movie in promo. <laughs> there, there's women's matches that last less time than that vignette. That is true. Unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it, it was good. It created a buzz. And it was weird because the lights first blacked out in Cody's match with QT, um, which was which was a great way to start the show. Obviously, Cody was going over. No big deal. Um, but it was a, there was a short blackout, and I didn't think anything of it because they it was very brief. And Jim was just like, well, the lights went out there. Don't know anything about that. Um, you know, they kept blaming it on the weather out yeah. there. So I, I thought, like, okay, okay well, that's, that's super smart. Uh, and then, of course, later on, um, it was so weird. Aaron Anderson's just in the ring for no good reason. Right. Literally about to cut a promo and the lights black out again for longer this time. So immediately you think, okay, somebody's coming out this time. Boom. Tommy end. Boom. Black mass. Cody comes out of nowhere. He gets a black mask too, or whatever the hell he's gonna call it now. Uh, I love the pop. Oh yeah, this this place fucking blew up. Wow, this place was great all night long. You kid, it's so nice to have a fucking crowd again. Yeah, oh, I knew a lot. Goodness, and and more than three hundred people. Yeah, I'm taking a dig at NXT. I'm gonna give shit. <laughs> but it's like to have a packed house. Or a semi-packed, you know, it sounded like a packed house. It, it was, looked packed. It was, it, it, it was refreshing. It was everything, this, uh, it was everything Malachi needed to, to debut. And all it is is a genuine pop. If he would have shown up on a, uh, Dynamite and Daily's place, it probably would have worked. Probably would have been all right. But this, this worked out awesomely. Yeah, I think maybe it sounded louder because it wasn't an open-air arena. Yeah, which is, you know, a great thing. Yeah, I love that with NXT. The Capitol Wrestling Center is packed. There's seven rows, bud. It's like, yeah, there's seven rows and there's, like, some people standing behind the camera, but all right. <laughs> yeah, again, not not to take shots, but come on, get real. Mm-hmm. It's not the same, and they know it. Yeah. Um... Obviously, we don't know the ratings for last night yet. Not that they're, they're really important because we watch both shows, but a lot. some people do really care about it. The only thing we care about is Raw going below a million. Can't wait for it. Mm-hmm. If that sounds harsh, I don't give a shit. Fix your shit. No. And the problem is, too, a lot of people make the argument, but wait till the live crowds come back for uh, Raw and all that. I'm like, well, <laughs> I mean, if you can somehow get over the shittery that we've seen... I hope so. But yeah. like I said, you can be optimistic as much as you want, but let's see where it goes on that side of things. Yeah. And also we saw – now, Mo, I got to ask you because this ties into AEW and everything that we've seen this week as well. So his wife, the one and only Zelina Vega of Malachi Black there, got into it with your boy, Dave Meltzer. Pretty much she's lost respect for him. You know what I'm saying? And she called him fucking stupid. What, what the hell was that, man? Your boy's going <laughs> at it with Zelina Vega. So – 
I, fuck, see, I don't even know what the hell the deal is. What the hell? What is she? What was she bitching about? Uh, he like pretty much called her a sellout. Oh. So the fuck? I mean, she was bitching about unionization and goes back to him. So. So, so then, whose fault is that? You're you're looking at him. You're you're pointing your finger at Dave because he says you're a sellout. It wouldn't legitimately, just as Daz said, and as your fucking Twitter was, two minutes ago, you were all about unionization. Zelina Vega signs with WWE. Where the fuck did that tweet go? Hold on, I got it. So <clears> she <throat> wrote act footage of dirt sheet writers trying to think of the next lie to post about me, and she put a gif. And here's what happened <laughs> after that. Hold on. But where's the lie? Hold up. So <laughs> during Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer brought up her tweet. Oh, Dave wasn't happy with this Thea Trinidad tweet. He now has no respect for her and called her fucking stupid twice. And Vega addressed Meltzer's comments and said she lost respect for him, tearing down and degrading women in the business for no reason, which was probably she's referring to the Peyton Royce thing. That was from a while ago. Oh, my God, because he said she was fat or yes. whatever. Like, fuck, get over your fucking self. So here's, wait, hold on. Here's the rest of this. She wrote, hey, Dave, instead of name calling, I'll ask you to please point to where I said all dirt sheet writers in that tweet. Or would that make your aggressive and nonsensical argument invalid? You can keep your respect as I lost mine for you when you started tearing down and degrading women in the business for no reason. I wasn't referring to you, but if you think the shoe fits, that's on you. Because Meltzer had wrote, you should point out who lied in the specifics of the lie rather than a blanket statement and group people in one category. I explained that in detail how horrible it would be to say something bad about wrestlers that only applied to a small percentage of them. So they went back and forth. Hmm. So what I'm getting at here is she's still bitter about this guy saying what every fucking guy in the back says about all you fucking broads and you're going to get mad because he's a dirt sheet writer and not a fucking wrestler? Like, get out of here with that bullshit. So he said fucking Peyton Royce was fat. Nia Jax is fat. Nyla Rose is fat. She's also used to be a dude. You know how often that gets fucking thrown around? Get over your fucking self. Like, dead ass. Aren't you also making a fucking six-figure salary on OnlyFans? Over here talking about unionization. But, oh, WWE's going to keep paying me more six figures. Here I go. So, don't, no. You are the definition of a fucking sellout. Don't get butt hurt, okay? Because he pointed out the truth. That's, that's, that's what, it, that's what it is. You got told what the truth was. Oh, shit, he's fucking right. Well, we know he's right. You know he's right. Was he a dick about what he said? Sure, whatever. You have to lose respect for him because he called you out. And then you relived shit from three years ago. Go back to your OnlyFans. <laughs> Good day to you, uh, madam. Well, I don't think she's allowed now. Hold she's on. back in WWE. Hold on. The she had that. She was making that money while she was in WWE. Well, as she'll put it, it is the cosplaying OnlyFans because she doesn't get naked. It's the cosplay. Are you yeah, or okay. are you not making six figures? That is very true. I'm just it's saying, just man, it's not ass, naked. Broad. I'm just hey. saying she's not getting naked, man. She's not g- 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 naked. Again, I, I don't think again, WWE cared if she was make... getting naked or not. They still didn't want us to do it. Exactly. Hey. When you make more money than your WWE contract and you're bitching about unionization and then you go back to them, you are the pot. You are the, the kettle calling the pot black. You are that. That is you, baby. You are the, the definition of a fucking just well, a, an idiot. Feels- 
she also apologized. There was apologizing on both sides of them because the fact that they knew that they should release her, and she, I guess, apologized for that whole thing, and she took down the unionization tweet, and there were yeah. ongoing conversations to get her back. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. So does she not support unionization now? Is that okay because I, WWE said no. sorry? See, you yes, see? Exactly. You see? Just so she can, she can get back in, so she can get back in, man. Exactly. They made the deal. So, again, don't get mad because the dude called you out. If you want to be bitter about what he said and, and how he how he carries himself about some shit, go right ahead. This is America. You can fucking feel however the fuck you want. Dead ass. But when he points out you're fucking wrong, don't start backing up and, oh, I lost all my... Why? Because he told you the truth. It's <laughs> it's it's the fucking truth. It, it, it is. It, it it really was. It's It's... I yeah. Meanwhile, she had this other great option, and I know it's a thing of oh, they're gonna go from WWE to AEW. So what? Uh, she had it made in AEW. Her husband's just debuted. Andrade's there. He just had his first match last last night. Mm-hmm. Two perfect There's opportunities there. But nope, she wants There's... to go back, crawling back to Vince. Exactly. She could go back to Impact. There's, I mean, there's that. There's always that as an option. The indie run is always an option. But AEW would more than more than willing, I'm sure, would immediately sign her for a little bit more money than WWE did because I'm TK and I can do that. Yeah, I said that. TK reminds me of the Yankees. Like, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get the best player. Oh, well, he, he deserves this. I'm going to pay him a bunch more because we're the fucking Yankees. So that's <laughs> That's what TK reminds me. I'm going to pay you a little extra because I can. You bring her in, and even if she's just a mouthpiece, she'll be used in a better way. If she decides she wants to actually get in there and compete, she might be in a decent spot on the fucking women's roster, considering that the women's roster doesn't have that many stars. The point is, is options were there. And you went back to the easy one, a.k.a. selling out. Cha-ching. There you go. I'm about to say, whose bank account got bigger? <laughs> so I will also add now, since we're off that now, because, yeah, you pretty much you did what you needed to say there, and you were correct. Well, one, so, la one um, last thing as well. So she comes back, and she loses the first fucking match. Well, first and foremost, that doesn't bug me, because it tells the story of Liv Morgan wanting to get oh, in there. That's, that, that's fine, but as I think Moses or Harold, one of them said, don't put them against each other then. Exactly. All right, sir. I got it's, nothing it's, against it's, Liv Morgan it's, it's, winning, but you've just brought Zelina Vega back after all this drama, and she loses. That, that exactly. Words right out of my mouth. If you're going to all of this rigmarole, you're in talks for weeks, all this bullshit, and then, hey, guess what? Bam, there you lose. I, like, give her a fucking squasher or something, at least. Not not against Peyton or, or fucking whomever. Not against whoever the fuck or uh, Liv. Sorry, I called her Peyton. You know, not against <laughs> Liv because you know I understand the Liv push now, thanks to Mike. Because I don't, I'm not gonna watch this fucking man roster shit. <laughs> but again, it if if this is what you're booking, you guess who books the show? The people that signed her fucking back. So you can fix who she goes against, right? Right. This is wrestling. It's a scripted. That's what I've been hearing my entire fucking life. You know, it's fake, right? All that shit. So then, what's the fuck? Like, what's how hard is it? How hard is it? Well, to you see, say, hey, she's coming back. We better not make her lose day one. See, you say that so eloquently, but someone will argue, oh, but they put her in Money in the Bank. Because someone so will say so, that. So that's a nod? 
Apparently. So you, so you, lo- so you lose in your return. This supposed big return, shocking return. You lose. But hey, guess what? You're stealing money in the bank. See, like I said, they can twist it. <laughs> they can twist it. Like, well, that wasn't an obvious buy chip. Fuck out of here. So, this also goes to Tommy End now, because we were talking about this, and there are people that are already saying his he's doomed from the start because they say he's going to get fed to Cody, and because their first person that they're going to put him against is Cody. It's the thing with Cody again. It's the Cody, Cody, Cody. You know Cody, who Cody. says that, Mike? And I love you to death for bringing that up. You know who says that? Yes. Marks. Mark Thank say you. that guys who who legit can watch uh, Vince McMahon have a man fucking killed in the middle of the ring and defend it. Just saying that it's 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 yes. Cody is is a little he's a little overpowered, but the last time I checked, and this is coming from a guy that watched a lot of New Japan, when you're dominant in your wins. But you make the other guy look great. You're not burying anybody. A burial is when I'm Triple H and I go up to Booker and he's fucking prime time main event. I should win the belt. I ain't gonna win shit around here, bud. That's a burial. When, 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 let me give you another fucking prime example of a burial. Uh, Rob Van Dam and Triple H from O2. Thank, oh, fucking nail on the head. Another one. Words right out of my mouth. This fucking guy. Rocket up his ass. Here comes Triple H with that goddamn shovel. Open AEW. Take shots at WWE. You know how many shots fucking WWE used to take at TNA and WCW on a regular basis? On the indies, quote unquote. Like, don't start sugarcoating it because somebody's finally doing it back to them. Shut the fuck up. Because when it, again, when the shoe's on the other foot, everything's gravy. But now the shoe's on the right foot, and this doesn't feel right. Well, because now you got your shoes on right, bud, and you're not an idiot. Welcome to the real world. Well, we had to talk about it because you know every time Cody's in a feud with somebody new, where they put somebody, oh, it's Cody, 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 because everybody's got this thing with Cody. Cody. It was Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody but then who was who? Who got made a giant star? Darby Allen. MJF. He got made a giant star when he was losing. Jungle Boy. MJF. It, hey, let me ask you this. Two months ago, would you fuck... Well, not Mike and guys would probably know, but anybody else listening, would you know who the fuck QT Marshall was two months ago? QT Marshall, no. Nope. Three months ago? No, you wouldn't. No, the fuck you wouldn't. And you know him now because of Cody. You know this fucking giant hairy butt fucker, uh, Camarado, because of Cody. That's not his name. His name is Beard Envy. <laughs> no, no, no. What is his goddamn name? No, no, no. Uh, I'm fuck? Beard Envy. Sexy Freak Beast or whatever the fuck his goddamn Twitter handle. Yes. Like, hell yeah. You're goddamn right. Oh, Mr. Freak Beast. That's what it was. But it's like, you would not know these guys if it weren't for Cody. So when they say, oh, they're burying, they're burying, they're burying. How are they burying when you now know of these dudes? They didn't. They didn't fall into obscurity. They're not going. You know, they're not gone. You're curious. Well, how come QT didn't win? How come this guy didn't win? And now you're worried about this guy and that guy. It's called investment. Oh, it's great. It's what a great concept. <laughs> Pro wrestling. All these layers. I can't believe it. Yeah. I mean, if Cody lost every single match, what value would he have to these people? Hmm. 
Mm. Even fucking Gro- Grogu over here shaking his head at that. <laughs> oh, QT yeah, beat Cody. That's no big deal. Everybody beats Cody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You want him to be a fucking step stool? How many times? I mean, yes, uh, Dusty's not known for his constant winning. But what he was known for was when he was winning, he was beating like the big name dudes. He was making stars. Guess what? That's fucking how pro wrestling works, baby. I get it. WWE has warped people's minds. Pro wrestling has not been a real thing for, I swear, it feels like at least 15 years. Yeah. You know what, though? When Mox went on a run for like a year winning match after match after match when he was world champion, nobody gave a shit. Everybody was cool mm. with it. They got a problem mm-hmm. with Cody, Kenny, and the Bucks. Why? Because they're executives. Because they're EVPs. So? Are they still good? Yes. First off, let's be real right now. When when you're the young... And you bring up the Bucks, and I, I love... I fucking love the young Bucks, okay? They're the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I'll fight anybody about <laughs> that one right now, okay? They're... They're so great, it's 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 ridiculous. These guys are the biggest heel team in wrestling. Not pro wrestling, not amateur wrestling, not sports, in all of motherfucking wrestling. That's why these marks hate the fuck out of them. Because they're doing their job. Oh, they're fuck. oh, I can telegraph their matches. Okay, I can telegraph Randy Orton matches. I can telegraph an Edge match. I can telegraph a Roman Reigns match. How long you want to make this list? There's a bunch of dudes I can telegraph. This is how you do it. These everybody is great. Fucking Kenny, are you kidding me? The Kenny run right now. If you want to hate on them because they're EVPs, who's who's got more attention? Who's got more attention? These guys are Roman. Like my argument gets made with all of these fucking marks that get like cry. But they this, but they that. But you're still watching. You're taking your time out to watch. Let's be honest. Whether it's on your fucking DVR, whether it's live, or whether you're watching fucking highlights, you're still watching. Let's be honest. Roman didn't do anything this week. The only reason he got talked about was because his cousin got another DUI. Thank you. It's full circle, baby. Hmm. Man, this grass is green on the other side. I assure you. I assure you. <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> go go. You're talking about wake me up before you go go. No, the thing too is like when you talk about the Cody stuff, and I will admit right now that that shit did not work. But he's not. He's got like we talked about getting over MJF and everything in general on that front. The one thing I will say, because this also goes to it, as I, I'll come back to it. But God dang, man, I know we're going to talk about the line of yeah. this Britt Baker. <clears throat> I did see my boy Nick comment under the Max post about it, and he wrote cringe. And the way I can pretty much go about it is if I was to tackle a guest, there are some fans that, like we were talking about, we talk about the competition and how the competition in professional wrestling, which is good because that's what you need is competition and business and all forms are forms, right? So God dang, man, there are still people that do complain. It's like, why can't they just focus on their other stuff? Why they got to keep taking shots at WWE? I'm like, competition, man. Is it is it just a shot at WWE or is it a shot at Saudi Arabia? Because let's be honest, no nobody agrees with WWE doing business with them. We don't even 
want to cover it every time they go to Saudi Arabia. We're like, no, we're not going to predict this shit. We've done that for years and years and years mm -hmm. since they started going over there. We're like, nope, we're not going to talk about it. Personally, I couldn't because, like I said, it, it felt dirty. It's the blood money. And she was very apropos and hit it on the nail in the head with that comment, man. The only reason why Mansoor's winning matches is because he's over in Saudi Arabia and he does it for the people and they bring him <laughs> hope. He says it every time he goes over there, goddammit, because it feels so good to be back in Jeddah. Jetta, Rion, I give my people hope. And it's just like, God, you know, damn it, we get it. You know what was so great about um, <clears throat> Brett dropping that line, though, was you could hear the crowd going, oh. But yeah. you could mm -hmm. also the reactions from Rebel and Tony were just like, shit, did she really just say that? Yeah. <laughs> hey, but you want people want to bitch about the shot taken? Hey, remember that stupid clip fucking WWE put about her being squashed in yeah. that enhancement match? Like, yeah, literally well, right before her uh, world women's title win. It was right after, no? It was that right was before the pay-per-view, yeah. It was the oh, week, right. Right the week the after the pay-per-view. So, again, don't don't go, again, don't go fucking poking a hole in a bag and then saying, I didn't do shit. Mm. Okay? There's fucking jabs on both fucking sides. So, yeah, it was a jab at fucking Saudi Arabia and WWE because it's about the money, baby. I will say the only thing that I did like Saudi Arabia-wise was that. So when they did Natty and Lacey Evans, right? So I understand. We've seen it 10,000 times on Raw here in the States. But you go over there where, you know, it's very strict with the women. I did like now that they were putting that over because it's something, again, gives you the hope. The hope, baby. That I thought was handled all right, but everything else they could fuck right off. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, It was good that they were able to have a women's match. But uh, mm -hmm. what about the women that lived there? Did they got any more rights? I don't think so. That is true. That's mm. the other downside of thing of that. Because, again, you give them hope, but it's just like, what about the women that lived there? Exactly correct, Nazarino. And that's why we don't support this shit. That's why hey. we don't. That's what I'm saying. If there's anything we don't support is every time friggin' blood money would come up, we say no. Yeah. We say fuck that shit, we're out. No thanks. Also, if you want to talk about taking shots, just remember, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah, we about a mile plus ahead, partner. <laughs> and then at the end, oh, it was just an imaginary war. Yes, okay, yes, is exactly. that why you brought back the Great American Bash? Thank you. Is There's that why you started doing in your house? Mm. Mm. Great American Bash is a jab at, the, at Cody, yeah. But I digress. <laughs> Uh, Hangman, speaking of Kenny Omega, finally confronted Kenny. Great segment. Loved um, the the passion you could see in Hangman. He was awake. He was uh, he may have been a little bit sober, but uh, also <laughs> a little just bit a little bit. Just cleaning house, and Omega's reaction was solid. Um, then you have when they got face to face, it was kind of like you really want to do this. You serious about this? Let's do this. Come on, let's go. It's going to be a great match, and it's going to be a hell of a pop when Hangman wins. It's fantastic. I'm glad you brought this thing up. Fucking TikTok's been killing me lately. Uh, I, I'm somehow in the, like, everything wrestling algorithm right now, and that's totally fine. But some of these fucking guys are morons. Absolute <laughs> morons. Oh, God, I wish I knew this guy's name so I could fucking shout him out so people could bury the fuck out of it. But I don't want It wasn't that important to remember. All I remember is... Um, Somebody said, like, hey, do you think Hangman's going to be AEW champion? And he's like, 
you know, fucking AEW fans say they love long story, you know, long uh, long term booking, but this isn't no fucking long term booking. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. And I'm like, they've been building this for a year, you fucking idiot. Like, are you how big of a moron are like you claim you're an AEW fan? I would I fucking rip this nerd apart. It's like the fact that if you if you can't tell that this is somewhat of a storyline based on Kenny's uh, former tag team from Japan, the Golden Lovers, then I don't know what the fuck to tell you. This is very similar. This is when Kenny went heel, okay, when he was Bullet Club Kenny over in Japan and Kota had to do his own thing. This is what this is. But now it's Americanized, and now you have the ultimate prick heel Kenny and the guy who's been on this meteoric run for a fucking year. The most over guy in the company that when he fucking headlines, well, not headlines a show, when he opens a show, he fucking blows the roof off the place. Okay? Again, I'm the guy that damn near rated him and Cage five stars because of how fucking just his reaction alone. This guy is over like nobody's fucking business. The storyline is fucking great. I cannot wait for this. Kenny is the ultimate chicken shit heel, <laughs> and it's just, it works so well. Evil Uno, by the way, how this guy is not like a fucking promoter or a manager is beyond me. Like, the the, the way he walks out there, and he was like, oh, you're afraid of my friend and all this. I was just, I was all about it. <laughs> Mr. I Kenny Omega. all about it. And then the whole Bangkok line. What is the capital of Thailand? Oh, are we doing geography now, Mr. Kenny Omega? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like, really, dude? I was like, he's going to kick him in the dick. Oh, he kicked him in the dick. Yes, it was well, telegraphed. No, there reminds me of... But... Go ahead. Sorry. And I, I just have to say, as soon as you said that, I started cracking up because flashbacks, you know me and my old dog and man. American Pie? What's that? Is it American Pie? Oh, this is a oh. pro wrestling reference. Oh, okay. Oh. So it reminds me of Christian Cage when he was the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion going against oh, the yeah. Alpha Male. Destination X. Christian asks him, what's the capital of Thailand? And Monty Bear goes, what? Bangkok. Jimmy taps him right in the saccharoni. Yeah, I remember. But yeah, also American Pie. Hey, Finch, what's the capital of Thailand? I don't know. Bangkok. Yes. Yes, yes, uh, yes. <laughs> it's like, in that situation, I can already hear Mark, like, freaking out. Look, if, if you don't crack that joke with your friend, you're not a real friend. Many of nuts course. were cracked in high school. Many Thank nuts. you. Exactly. <laughs> my testicles, I needed to count, man. You know what I'm going to say? Got to count my balls and make sure I have my balls. One, two, yeah, you three. You got to walk it off and pull the, do the Cost stretch and fake for some ice. You got some ice. It, got some ice. it was either that or when a certain Eminem song came out, boys would be like, hey, just lose it. And then bang. And then, of course, you would start uh, screaming. <laughs> Or it could be like Eurotrip, man, when they friggin' gets kicked in the balls. Error, 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 error with the robo balls, man. Uh, another great movie. Evan McCabe is rebooting. <laughs> it's loading. It's loading. <laughs> By the way, this also goes back to Omega again for a second here, because yeah. again, Moses, I know you could rant like you tore apart that nerd, as you so eloquently put it there. Didn't you post that in RWT? I think you posted that in RWT, right? I I don't think I did, but I'm gonna have to now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> these will probably be the same people that are saying Kenny Omega's not drawing anything with Impact because of the lowest rating ever. With what was it, sixty nine thousand or something yeah. like that with Impact? How is that Kenny's fault? But he also got they them their highest rating, and I don't know how long on his first episode. Well, so. Because 
It's they. I think because they turned out during the main event, which Kenny Omega was featured in that six man tag. So, so it's again, Kenny Omega. It's all Kenny Omega. So, so a bad rating is all Kenny's fault. It's all Kenny's fault. It doesn't fault. make any sense. So then, every time a bad, so it's all the bad ratings on WWE are Roman's fault, right? Uh, it is no, what it is. Nope. It's only somebody's fault when it's not Roman. Uh, it'll, got it. Well, it'll go back to the fact that the Impact AEW partnership, what partnership? You know, it's going to go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. But again, yeah. What, what the fuck? Who, whose name is on the bill? Impact. Yep. So who who's going to have the bad show if they don't say book Kenny to look like a million bucks or whatever? Impact. The fuck. I'm not. I'm not yelling. I'm not yelling at fucking Tony Schiavone because New Japan sucks. I'm not. I'm not yelling at at, uh, at fucking Vince McMahon because MLW doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, do you fucking stupids? It's people, man. It's people, and this is also <sighs> this, people this piss me off. Big. Yeah, there's also where well, we got Moxley and uh, Carl Anderson for the U.S. title coming up. Which oh, be yeah, fight it fast next that. week. Uh, also, that was another point I was going to bring up. I mean, look at the uh, the Good Brothers. They've literally on both shows every week. Mm-hmm. They're consistently now part of AEW. Yeah, I just asked in the TSK the other day, or uh, yet last night, I was like, hey, are they AEW now? And Rob, in a heartbeat, nope, they're still Impact. Well then, goddamn. <laughs> like, this is I mean, great. The Good Brothers are basically propping the, the bin door open. Yeah. They're, they're the bouncers I mean, of the Forbidden Door. They really are, though. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm so excited to see Carl Anderson show off in the singles. The, the, I heard a couple people already moan and groan about this one, and they're like, oh, this is just a stupid way for Moxley to beat up, uh, beat up Carl Anderson. I'm like, do you even know who fuck Carl Anderson is? Like, you know this guy fucking went all the way to the G1 final and and, and lost, right? Like, his fucking G1 run was ridiculous. Oh, oh, you got to understand. These are the same people that just see Carl Anderson as a part of the club in WWE. They don't know about the machine gun Carl Anderson. Just do your yeah. fucking history. I mean, last night they literally showed clips of him in New Japan doing his thing. Mm. Yes. Go do your history. I assure you it's worth it. Yeah, Vince. I mean, fans. <clears throat> hey. <laughs> you heard him. Uh, okay, so the face-to-face with Jericho and MJF. Oh, We've already talked about yeah, the pinnacle in a circle. It that was, was great, great in so many ways. First of all, the live crowd singing Judas Never Gets Old. Uh, the, the thing I love about it is you can see Jericho just being blown away by how passionate pe- how passionately people sing it. And then right as the song just reaches its conclusion, its climax, you just see him deck some douchebag on the stage. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? <laughs> the camera's like close up on Jericho, and next thing he's punching somebody. Who the fuck was that? And then, of course, they cut to the crowd, and you go, oh, it was an invader. Yeah, hey, I mean. MJF sold it great, too. It's like, of course, MJF was going to jump on it to get some heat. Oh, yeah, that was that was great. Um, but they also, like, they, they didn't hide away from Obviously, they cut the camera away instantly. To, uh, mm-hmm. to hide who the guy was. But they didn't yeah, pretend it didn't happen. Pain. Like Jericho's no, like, that's... I should have let that fat ass get in and beat you up. That was great. 
uh, way to play off of like real life. It's good stuff. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too. You know, you're doing something right if you're MJF. You got the guy wanting to attack the ring because he's such a great heel at what he does because he's a student of the game. Yeah. And he's uh, a kid. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking kid. God damn. This company is full of, and I, and I hate to say it like that. I I, I do and I don't. I'm fucking old, so <laughs> they're to me they're kids, and it's like I I see know, MJF as a kid too. But he looks older I mean, than me. Because he's what? He's 24? Yeah. Yeah. I think Sammy's 24 or 25. And I think the I think Jungle Boy's like 26. Mm. Yeah, they're all and around the same kid. Age. Yeah, all three of these dudes are under the age of 30. And I remember three other gigantic stars in WCW that were, you know, just under 30. And they got to be pretty fucking huge. So... I mean, and then these guys, is they have, like, Jungle Boy is already beyond over. I think I've said that on a million and a half occasions. Yeah. He's the, he's the, the guy that every guy wants to be, and every girl wants to be with him. He's, the, he's, he's Carrie Von Eric without being Carrie Von Eric. He, he, he is, he is that kind of guy. And fucking Darby is, oh, that's the other guy I didn't think of was Darby. But him too, that crazy bastard. Tell me this fucking guy isn't over just by being a fucking lunatic. It's insane. That that boy. I crazy. can't think of a single person on a WWE roster anywhere near this age and this talented. I can't. No. I mean, maybe they are. They, we're just not seeing it because WWE don't let them show nope. it. Nope. Um, like Bully Ray tweeted out as soon as uh, Tommy N Malachi Blacks whatever you want to call him debuted um, isn't it great when talent is allowed to be talented yes and I also said it's and also thing. when it's not leaked every fucking way yeah come on guys like ugh. look I, I'm a dirt sheet guy I listen to the, I listen to the, my, my people okay I'm going to be real honest with you. By the time they start talking about dirt cheat shit, I'm fucking tuned the fuck out. Okay? I'll be dead ass. I'm, like, listening to it at work. I'm like, oh, okay, I got a room to clean or this and that. I tune out. So I, sometimes I hear it, and a lot of times I don't. I have to go back and re-listen because I saw it on the fucking internet. Yes, plastered all over Facebook. And it's like, Well, this guy's going to debut tonight. Shut the fuck up. Thank you. Come on. Like, I go, oh, then stay off the internet. I shouldn't have to. I shouldn't have to. You should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, shut the fuck up. It's not that hard. <laughs> I understand if, like, the AEW page posts his debut and my dumb ass doesn't get to watch until 8 o'clock. Hey, yeah. okay. Posting when it happens is different. But, but when I look on the dumbest, smallest 4,000 people wrestling, 5,000 people wrestling page... And there's 12 posts. Fuck on. Come on, guys. Get a life. <laughs> Get a life. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Andrade, obviously, great debut match. Um, Orange Cassidy and Chris Statlander got a win over Bleeding Bunny. It was a little random, but it was little. a great moment for Chris Statlander. Well, yeah, at least she didn't kill Homegirl again. <laughs> I was afraid. I was like, that Big Bang Theory last week, I was like, oh, God. She fucking crunched her. And this week, it was a lot safer. Uh, 
I did like the whole uh, use of the Nucks, and then Cassie is fucking like not that. So this guy's gonna go like old school Jericho, uh, Lionheart step on his chest and do the flexing pin, and fucking Aubrey's like, nah, she tagged in, bro, and he starts throwing a fit. <laughs> and Aubrey's all chill, and I'm just like, this. This is why I love her. She's just the best. She's just such a badass. It's all chill, and then the whole roll up thing happens, and it was great. I mean, the Big Bang Theory. It was just great. I. I enjoyed it. I felt like the crowd really wanted a whole lot more Orange Cassidy. Yeah. And we didn't get it. They were super happy that Chris got the win, though. Oh, yeah. Build her back up. She needs to get built back up. She's really good. Yeah. And I know Mike agrees with that. Yo, man, where you're coming from? Yeah, man, where you're coming from? Long Island, New York. Excuse me. When you're coming from Long Island, New York, man, West Islip representing the LI, training at Creative Pro. Trained by the one and only Brian Myers, a.k.a. Kurt Hawkins. Man, you know what's up. Wait a minute, I thought you were some rib. space. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you telling me it's like she yes. no aliens? Well, first and foremost, what's great about her gimmick is, as I said, I got the chance to interview her a couple of years ago. God dang, man. When you have someone like Kristen Statlander who is into that kind of stuff, man, and she's into astrology and you incorporate that alien stuff, and yes, he has lost a lot, Mr. Kurt Hawkins, Brian Myers, but goddamn, man, when you're looking for good schools out on Long Island, you can't go wrong with his school and the NYWC New York Wrestling Connection. So when you're talking about the Northeast scene, when you're talking about the territories, when you're talking about the schism, man, you can't go wrong there. And Kristen Statlander is a product of these schools. Go ahead. You know what would be amazing for her gimmick? Yes. After every match, the lights yes. just black out, and you uh-huh. see on the screen a neuralizer, and they just flash the audience. Oh, Here comes awesome. yeah. Galaxy Defense. Do it, Tony. Tony, Tony, pay Come me. On, TK, Tony, pay at? me. Pay me, Tony. I want, I want my money, man. Pay-per-view. Where's my money, man? Hey, I want my money. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of random, um, I don't know what the point in this was other than a cheap pop, but uh, Dan Lambert comes out from... Uh, Okay. What's he called? Here's my problem. Here's American my problem. top team. Top team. And yeah. I'll be honest, he cut a solid promo. He, he held he really his own. Did. But I just, I just didn't see the points in him going off on a downfall of pro wrestling and then just being murdered by the murder hawk. Go ahead, yeah, Mike. This is more MMA people are showing up. <laughs> All right. Don't mean to cut you off, but God dang, man. And I, I really do apologize for cutting you off, but here's my problem. So if you're trying to do an American top team well, like we had at Impact, what's the one major ingredient that they don't have? Uh, what got a top names? team over? Big names? No, there was a guy. They don't have Bobby Lashley. Bobby Lashley is what made American top team. That's back right. In so they don't have Bobby Lashley. They just have Dan Lambert, who's a great promo. And loves That's right. Oh, my God. I thought I got it mixed up. I thought it was uh, uh, not who the fuck else. Who was it? Not uh, not Stephen Bonner. Um, oh, well, Kevin uh, Kevin Matthews was in that too. Who was the wrestler there? An Impact KM. Oh, uh, that douchebag. Who was the UF former UFC guy that? Uh, God, I'm terrible right now. He Stephen, was the other. Was it Stephen Bonner? Stephen Bonner, yeah, Stephen Bonner. It was Stephen Bonner. Okay. He one of those guys was in. Oh, Colby Covington was also in American Top Team, yeah. I believe. Yep. Okay, so. <laughs> First and foremost, when it comes to KM, I will always respect his run in PWS and WrestlePro on the indies. But when he was an impact, 
no. So Biff Tannen, as we used to call him, remember the Biff Tannen of Impact yeah. as he named. Yep, I remember yep. that gobshite. You calling me a liar? So <laughs> he got a run in American Top Team, and it sucked. And Bobby Lashley was the main ingredient that was the purpose of American Top Team because he was the champ and he was the big one with Bellator the whole nine. So you don't have that here in AEW. And like I said, Dan Lambert kind of playing the Jim Cornette role. My dad and I were talking about this. He's like Jim Josh Cornette. Burnett, every- that's who. Sorry. Oh, Josh Barnett. Thank you. I'm sorry. Okay, first and foremost, don't bring that up because Josh Barnett, as much as I love him, he wrestled Bobby Lashley for the Impact title in Impact and it sucked the big one. It was absolutely terrible. Don't watch well, yeah, that. Yeah, they match. had like an amateur wrestling match it was the shiznit. It was bad, though, man. It sucked. It was horrible. And I don't mind that. And I respect the style, Moses. But it was the shit. It was the drizzle and shits. I want to take a dookie, chocolate dookie all over the wall. Moses I kind of want to watch it now. <laughs> all right, man. It was a chocolate dookie on the wall. You enjoy that dookie. I did it all for the dookie. It's not just a Blink-182 album, son. So anyway, I digress. So it goes Hold on, wait. Me. Whoa. You did, you did it all for... I love how you mix two different things up. <laughs> how you brought up a fucking lip biscuit. Uh, goddamn, uh, I did it all for the dookie, and then you're like, I did it all for the dookie, and then you turn it into Blink-182. Nice. Blink-182, Green Day, mix it up, baby. That's the best Take of both worlds. Take culture yeah. and throw it in a blender. Hey, you, you know about that, that That's Mike for you. Best of both worlds. Ain't that right, Dazzy? Miley Cyrus, huh? 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 No, no Miley Cyrus. No, don't nope. you dare. So, so when it comes to making top team... So you got Dan Lambert coming in. Love the promos. He was actually just on the uh, the Treasures thing with um with WWE not too long ago because I think uh, who someone had the belt. It had to do with Lawler, one of those things with the belt. Dan Lambert's a big belt collector and loves him some merchandise with wrestling, which I think is awesome. He's collecting. So Dan Lambert comes out. He's pretty much doing like, okay, so as we know on Jim Cornette's thing, the best way I can explain this is he's doing what Jim Cornette does on his reviews. You know, AEW sucks, the mud show, outlaw wrestling and all that. So pretty much he was being like the Jim Cornette, like everything sucks. And then he got killed by Lance White, Lance Archer. Yep. Good stuff. So they, were, they were pretty much making fun of Jim Cornette because they con- he constantly buries AEW on his podcast. Mm. But it, but it's not going anywhere. It was just like a one and done. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. it. He got molly whopped. Uh, who else was with Dan Lambert with this American Time? There uh, were other Amanda Nunez and the BMF uh, Jorge Masvidal. Mm. First and foremost, put some more Amanda Nunez on my TV. I love me some Amanda Nunez. I think Amanda she's amazing... Nunez will kick your fucking legs off. <laughs> I'm not fucking with her. I will. We were saying in the TS, they were like, "I'm not fucking with her." I'm like, "I'm gonna fold her laundry and do her dishes." Not well, she's fucking in the with her. Dude, she's in the beer commercial every time you see her, man. She's on the, she's, the beer commercial. She's also a two-division champ. Yes. But that's the thing, too. And I love me some Amanda Nunez. Not just because, you know, she's, a, you know, me, Mr. Beauty, Strength, and Dominance. Whoop, whoop. But goddamn, man. She's, <laughs> I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about she's a beast. I've seen her fight. She's awesome. She's she an amazing is, She fighter. is a beast. Oh, Amanda Nunez. A-N. And. And one. And more. Goodness. Give me more. Give me, give me more. Love you, Britney Spears. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man. I, I, I just got reminded of, of mice and men. There what? you go. You come after me, I'm going to knock your goddamn head off. Yes! <laughs> you and the mice and men. And then here's the problem about that movie, man, because at the end of the movie, he gets shot in the back of the head, man. Wow, spoiler he's... alert for every English class in school. Yes. Hey, man, I watched it my freshman year, goddammit. So here's the thing, you know man. What? I read the... what? Um, I actually opened a book in English class once, and luckily we'd already read it. 
on the first page, somebody wrote, Lenny gets shot. So <laughs> <laughs> cool. we put on the movie, I'm in Miss Amat's class, right? The year was probably about 2007, 2008, man. I'm in high school. It's my senior year. So I'm sitting there in Miss Amat's class, right? We're watching the movie, and at the end of the movie, it's just, I get to tend the boom. Shoots him right in the back of the head. Didn't even get to say tend the rabbits, man. Then he just freaking interrupted the sentence to shoot him in the back of the head, right? So I get to tend the boom. Shoots him right in the back of the head. It reminded me of when I was watching Gandhi with Ben Kingsley in Mr. Falkman's uh, global history class, right? So I'm sitting there, we're watching Gandhi, and then the end of the movie gets shot. He's just like, oh, God, and then boom. You know what I'm saying? It's the most anticlimactic, and you're trying not to laugh as a 15-year-old because it's a very serious time in American history, baby. So it's just like, yo, you can't laugh because, you know, it's very serious and we're trying to watch it. But then we got yelled out for laughing. It's like, I'm sorry. The man gets shot and goes, oh, God, what the hell you want me to say? It's so anticlimactic. It's the same thing when I get to tend the boom, you know? Oh, American history. <laughs> Was it like Peter Griffin when he when he falls over? <sighs> That's exactly what it was. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. Uh, speaking of leaving marks, I'm doing good with segues this week. Main event was violent as fuck. Uh, great. Tight team title matches. The Young Bucks versus Penta and Eddie Kingston in a street fight. And boy, was it a street fight. I mean, you got Eddie Kingston literally ripping the freaking table apart. And then just... Yeah, that's... Yeah, I, I, I didn't get that. I was like, what the fuck are you doing, bud? <laughs> Like what, what do you do? I mean, he steals and people's shoes too, so it's Eddie. It, just yeah, let Eddie do what he wants to do. You know what? I'm not going to argue with that. I'm going to take your shoes. I'm going to take the legs off the table. Mm-hmm. Don't ask questions. You got it. <laughs> um, also, a, a, a mouth full of thumbtacks just get super kicked the fuck out of his oh, mouth. I, I, I always spot. cringe at that spot. Yeah, me too. I can't. It's really... <laughs> okay. If, if you know how to do it, and it looks cool, but still, he, he could swallow some of those things. Yeah, not only that, imagine if, like, fucking one of them, like, lodged in his jaw or something. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, fuck. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm sure even I mean, Mick Foley watching it, like, fuck that. Like, <laughs> like, I remember when I used to do that crazy shit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it was a hell of a main event. Very brutal, very violent. Um, but Young Bucks are still attacking. I did, I didn't expect Penta and Eddie Kingston to win the titles. If anything, if there was ever going to be a title change, it should have been Eddie and Marx. But obviously, Marx had to take some time off. Uh, he's had his two weeks, and we will see him next week against the Machine Gun. Oh God, I can't wait. Uh, overall, that was a great episode of Dynamite for the first one back on the road. Oh, fucking 5 out of 5, 10 out of 10, whatever the hell you want to call it. Excellent show. No downside at all. Mm. And I'll even I'll even admit that NXT was pretty good this week, too. I really didn't have any issues with it. I actually enjoyed watching NXT, but I guess call it biased or what have you. AEW, for me, hit on all cylinders. Yeah, I mean, like, like we said about NXT, it's good. It's just, it's, there just doesn't seem to be any creativity there. Nah. Wait, the only thing, like, the downside for me, like we talked about earlier in the show, and I got to mention again, man, you got Suge Knight's son, and you got the bootleg junior mafia, and you got little Kim over here talk about crush on you. I don't need to see that. I love that. It makes brings me back to my 90s days, but God dang, man, uh, don't have him rap. 
just have them doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? He's speed rapping, he's crapping, he's tapping, and we be mapping out all the spots, calling all the shots, shot callers, big ballers, whoop, whoop. You know, that's what they were doing. Yeah. It was hit row. Not, not skid row. I'm talking about hit row. Yeah. Especially don't sing your entrance music because it's still just hit row, hit row. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Yeah. Right. Okay. We get it. Not like John Cena who rapped an entire like song for his entrance yeah, music. There's like three verses. First and foremost, man, you know you love wa- listening and watching some John Cena verses and spitting them bars. Man, I knew those verses back to back. Yes, you did. But also the, the fact that... Sing. The guy can rap. Well, because we both listened to that album, You Can't See Me, which still is one of the most underrated albums. You can fight both Dazzy Dangerously and I on that because it is the shiznit, and yeah. it's great from top to bottom. It's the joint, baby, gotta make it loud, so let me hear some noise from the crowd. Chain Gang is the click. Dazzy Dangerously, take it on over. And if you don't know by now... We want you to know. Exactly. Zip. <laughs> Uh yeah, so pretty we've covered pretty much everything. Obviously we got Fighter Fest night one next week. Uh on to serious things of course. Uh there is a link in the description of this episode. Uh some of you may know uh TNA legend Don West is uh having his uh battle of his own right now with lymphoma. There is a link to a GoFundMe page in the description of this episode. We all love Don West, and of course, this is kind of personal to us because a very good brother of ours has been through this himself, so uh, go check out the GoFundMe link in the description. They're, they're over halfway there already, so, mm-hmm. and of course, nothing but best wishes to Don West. Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my favorite meetings of Don West was at Westbury, Long Island. I got to say, the man was sweating. He was screaming. He was just loving what he was doing, man. Just getting to meet with people. Probably one of the nicest guys ever. Take the time to talk with you. Talk about the merch. Just talk about the product. Just an amazing human being. On TV, yeah, he was just a cheery ball of energy. I love well, Don dude, West he commentating. QVC. He came from QVC where he's freaking like, buy, 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 shop, 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 TNA. We got a deal here. Shark Boy action figure, Curry Man. They're hot off the press, baby. Like, that's what it was. It's Don West. He's energized. Also, one of the great commentating catchphrases, you got to be kidding me. Yes, exactly. That's the thing, too, man. Also, here was the thing. Well, go, Red, go. He was amazing Red's manager, too. Go, Red, go. Yeah, early TNA, a lot of great memories with Don West. Let's uh, let's keep it going. Uh, well, thank you everybody for tuning in. This is the Max Wrestling Podcast. Remember to like and follow Max Wrestling on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us at Max Wrestling UK on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and of course on the ClickTalk Network. Uh, we are looking at ways to change the website um, URL so it's not so long, um, but we're having trouble because they won't let us use just KTN. Dot weebly.com so it's uh, it's click talk network dot weebly.com go check it out click of course is spelled k-l-i-q uh you can check it out with netpix open roads smart mac radio on the mic with mike ryan squared bold rivals wrestling millionaire uh also harold's on there with his uh two sweet click adventures fuck yeah Hey, first off, that guy's made me want to go to L.A. and just go to a bunch of places. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> they are they are, they are some fun food critics. Harold and Cypher, you are the worst people for making me hungry. Yes. <laughs> yes. Fucking hell. Uh, everywhere, everywhere you guys eat, 
or everything you guys make, I gotta I gotta get a piece. Also, Crimmins. Crimmins cooks a lot too. Daddy does. He gets down. DC gets down. Stop making me hungry, guys. Son of a gun. Uh, follow us on social media. Of course, it is the Captain Five One Two MCL Ninety Two and SMR Podnet, and you know, for all time's sake, at Walker underscore TA Ninety Two. Before we Thank tap you. out and bid you adieu, remember Twitch makes Vince's dick itch. Everyone on Anchor thinks he's a wanker, and everyone on TikTok thinks he's a cock, including Moses Marquez. That was smooth. That was that was smooth. Um, so there's so much stuff I have. I'm, I've already like I'm just gonna pull it back here. I've I've got so many notes of so much stuff to record, and guess what happens? I don't record. It's called being a dad. It's what happens. Uh, this is, you know, um, stuff's coming, though. There's, oh, God, I have probably seven or eight episodes of Bolt Rant coming. Five are player profiles from undrafted free agents. Uh, I've got five free agents to sign. The 53-man roster is still yet to drop. And, um, oh, my biggest sleeper this year, uh, in each uh, one on offense, one on defense. So all that's coming out. Um, I have notes for, are you ready for this? Halloween Havoc 96, In Your House, Buried Alive, and the following weeks, Monday Night Raw and Nitro. So I think all that's just going to drop Monday. So if you've been dying for more retro, it's coming, and it's coming in a heap. Uh, Twitch is still a thing. Twitch.tv uh, forward slash BigMo2425. I'm on there pretty much every day right now, at least an hour a day. PC Simulator, Madden 2021. Uh, I'm trying to get the show because I'm all about baseball right now, so I'm like, I'd be, I'd be down for that, but I don't think people want to hear me screaming, yo. And if you do, just tell me to play Call of Duty, and that, that, that's what you got. Uh, last uh, two quick last things. One, um, if you're a WWE mark, fucking spitting shit about AEW, about Britt Baker's line, and you bring up, oh, how they worked with OV or OWE in China, they never went to China. And they didn't accept money from a fucking Saudi Arabian prince. You're a goddamn idiot. And lastly, and and most importantly, my brother is gone. Unfortunately, he's he's not on the show no more. And it's it's terrible. And it sucks because that's my guy. We are the outsiders. And now I'm an outside by myself. But it's okay. We're going to miss him. So go give Trav some love. Make sure that he knows he's cared about. You know what I mean? Life is hard, people. Life is hard. Appreciate y'all. All right. And Mike, who you been talking to? Well, yeah, I second, well, I second what Moses has to say about Travi. And I hope uh, Travis is well. And I hope Travis knows that we all love him and we can't wait to see him compete in the semifinals of the King of the Mike. Hell yeah. Keep on. Hell yeah. I will say this, Moses Marquez. Hell yeah. You better listen because the latest LFC podcast is up. With Santino Brothers' own Jezebel Romo. She'll be competing oh, all, all over that one. August 12th, August 13th, and 14th. She'll be competing for LFC. Take it on My Richards. She will be taking on Shelby Paris, and she will be taking on Jenny Bloody Valentine. She'll be competing all three nights. We talked about Santino Brothers. We also did talk about some Wrestling Society X because her husband, Chaos, was a part of that faction and part of that team at WSX. So we talked about some tables, ladders, and cervezas. Yes, we did with Aaron Aguilera, Jesus, and Wrestling Society X on MTV. Came on 10 o'clock on a Friday night, and it felt good to watch. And we also talked about Santino Brothers, Lucha Girls, what she's got going on, and everything encompassed with that. So Moses Marquez, get your booty to listen to that episode. It was some good stuff. You know me. I represent Santino Bros all day. I'm there. 
You can check me out at SM Show One or MCL ninety two, StephenMikeShow.com, LaundryFC.com, uh, Beauty Strength and Dominance, three elements that make women the work of art that they are. Larkin underscore ninety two, M Larkin MB for some lifting and empowering with my series. I got more coming up, and I look forward to touching people's hearts and expanding people's minds and just making everybody feel good. Gorilla style, feel good ink, baby. And also, I'm on the TikTok, the heart TikTok. You don't stop. Mike Larkin 802, whatever the hell that means. I got to change that, but I don't know how, but I feel good. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying on the TikTok, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but hey, I'm putting out some positivity into the world. So that's what. So yeah, check me out also on Netflix with my main man, Dazzy Dangerously. We're going to be talking about some movies with that son of a bitch, Chad. Two movies that we've never seen, man. It's going to be fun. And I look forward to analyzing, dissecting, and deciphering those movies, baby. And also, you can check me out on the Max Wrestling Podcast each and every week with my boys, Dazzy Dangerously and Moses Marquez. Mo, my bro, Skanky Ho, the heart TikTok, you don't stop. I'll just mix it all day because I'm feeling good right now and it's early ass o'clock. Check us out each and every week. I'm out. And the 200 movies Chad hasn't seen. The 200 yeah. movies. Oh, Chad. And also, oh, Tra- Travis, we love you. Um, but you, we need to go over these resignation papers, so bring your damn lawyer. Goddamn lawyer. And join us. Next week. Next week. For match free in King of the Mike, it's Chris Durham versus Ryan Sutcliffe. Plus, Fighter Fest Night 1, and we've got predictions for both Slammiversary and Money in the Bank, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got to say it how it's rightfully said, man. We played video games in our time, in our days. We're talking about SmackDown versus Raw 2006. And okay, okay. Predictions money for Slammiversary and Money in the Bank. Shorty, what you think? I got money in the bank. You know who's got the money in the bank right now? Selena Vega. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, don't forget to vote. You can actually vote this week in the King of the Mike tournament for Chris Maldonado or the Demoness. It is very easy. MaxWrestling.net slash vote. This was episode 330. We will catch your ass down the open road. And that's the bottom line. Goodbye. Mwah, and good night. Bang. Drink words, drink younger. You could still eat those bag of dicks and choke on them. Bag of dicks. Oh, yo, bitch ass. I still won't call my lawyer.